0: (laughs)
1: Uh, when i was listening to um a marshmallow world from dean martin i'm trying to get trying to be nice today yeah it's not going well i am very much old man yelling at clouds okay um because i had to fix my fucking microwave and um i have a microwave that's over the oven oh yeah one of those and uh the little the little top thing that's like where the vent is yeah Broke and fell off and basically split my finger open. Yeah, tried to put it back up. There's grease and all that. I have replaced this part before. I'm so fucking sick of this country. Guess how much that part cost?
0: $283. $194. Oh, man. I mean, I was in the ballpark. It's this big.
1: It's it's two inches of fake plastic with aluminum on it. Like, it's such (laughs) Bullshit. Like, I I don't know. I think when my parents got a microwave, we had the same microwave, like, forever. Mm -hmm. I probably had the same microwave in my 20s until, you know, a roommate stole it and then got another one at Kmart or something. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is going on here? How is a part on a mic? By the way, this is not part of the microwaving, right? It's just the trim. How is that $200? That's just
0: fucking nuts. Uh, Well, because it has to keep uh, in contact with the aliens who provided us with the microwave technology so that they know when we're close to reaching the omega point so they can finally make contact.
1: Well, I imagine I could <laughs> trade four zorgons for the for maybe the aliens could give me one instead of Amazon. They're, they're just handing them out cleaner. of the
0: spacecraft. I mean, at this point, they're just like well, yeah, they probably know, have a three D printer like, and it just gets done. Yeah, yeah, and and they you know they don't operate on a traditional capitalistic system. It's you know for the betterment of their society. <laughs> um, it's also, very st- again,
1: three D printers bullshit. It's just like automated cars, just like we're never going to use paper anymore. All of that's bullshit. It's all bullshit. I swear to God, this country is driving me
0: fucking nuts. Can we just the, make today a uh, Michael goes on a raging rant about uh, the Let's do it because I have lo- a list. <laughs> I have checked Hit it, baby. it twice. Hit it, baby.
1: Welcome to Two Shots and a Royalty Check brought to you by Venmo. Your money, your move and liquid death murder your thirst let's get back into it all right let's start tipping um <laughs> i love tipping yes. i will tip you as a hard worker or whatever um uh, mr barista do not turn that fucking pad around to me the balls over a six dollar cup of coffee would you like to tip me for my job that i just did? no i would not waitress bartender Waiter. Walked over to my table, took the time to tell me the specials of the day, wanted to help me. You bet. You're going to get a tip. You're walking around. Love that shit. Barista, get the fuck out of here. These tips are out of control, Stu. What do you think about tipping?
0: I like to give just the tip. Just the tip and then pull it out. Just the tip. Uh, A friend of mine used to say he'd play a game called Just Half, the back half. Um, That's horrible Uh, That is horrible I I, don't uh, understand how that works I don't understand how that works Uh, Well, he was a very complicated man I uh, I also Tipping
1: on top of service fees On top of delivery fees When you get your Grubhub or your Uber Eats or whatever It's ridiculous, it's enough
0: Yeah But I also think that the person standing in front of you That you're angry at Does not have any control over that
1: Okay, let me be clear here, though. And anyone that knows me knows this. I don't go off on anyone that works in public. of course. I am not that dude. Yeah. I can't stand that person. In fact, if I'm the person behind that person, they might get tripped. I don't know. Karma may hit them a little quicker than they think. Uh Because I do not like how people treat service workers. Yes. I don't blame the service worker. Yeah. I mean, they're just trying to get theirs. I get it. Get your bag. Uh, You know. Yeah. And, the, and the the programming is just Adding the tip And by the way but she, Oh my god the tips start at 12% Yeah Like they turn the thing would you like to tip 12% 20 25% I was like what, what? No none None percentage hmm. for your barista Ness
0: There's not a I no tip know.
1: button it just, there's no, no, you, well, yeah, it's, it's hidden way at the bottom. It says, no, thanks. Yeah. You know? And it, oh my God, it just, and I know I'm not the only one tipping has just really pissed me off lately. The microwave thing. Uh, let's uh, you, How about the second cop that killed Elijah McClain getting off? Yeah. For no murder, fuck that. How about a guy running for president under ninety-one indictments like this country and twenty-one percent turnout in the last election? Some of this shit is killing me, dude. Yeah, it's killing me. And I know we have listeners in Norway, yep, in UK, in mm-hmm. Ireland, in Mexico, in India, in Nigeria. Shout out Nigeria, coming up yeah, strong last week. Fantastic. Where should I move? <laughs> like where should I go Is it better there Does your microwave break Is it all fake fake bullshit Everywhere you go With nickel and diamond yawn, everything Oh my god It's just Lately dude It's the little things My buddy and I Kyle We used to have this um, We used to have this joke That was like Hey dude Do you have shoestrings on today Cause uh, it feels like a velcro day and what that basically is Is that it's not It's not the horribleness of the world And the horrible person That cuts you off Or someone that yelled at you in public Or a horrible thing that happened to you that's, That like the day you finally lose it yeah. You know The falling it's not down that. day Yeah it's, it's that after all of that Your shoelace breaks <laughs>
0: and, so, <laughs> and so it's like
1: Maybe we should. This is a Velcro day, yeah. Because uh, it's yes, this microwave thing, dude, it just pisses me off to no
0: end. Okay, <laughs> so here I have a question for you, because um, I know that I'm 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 a very energetically sensitive person. Oh, and, empathetically energetic, uh, empathetically and energetically sensitive person. So if I wake up in the morning and my day even gets twelve minutes into that type of situation, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> Okay, well, let's get into that. Yeah. First of
1: all, there is no waking up. I've been up since 3.30 because my fucking cat. Yeah. And it has been years of this. Yeah. And so imagine the worst day where you could not sleep and your mind was racing all night and you woke up with a headache, okay? Yeah. That is every single day. Mm. Every single fucking day. And then you want to go back to sleep? Yeah, you know, and the cat just keeps yelling, meowing, 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 yelling. I bought a headband. I bought one of those Bluetooth headbands that yeah. goes over your head. Yeah, because I can't sleep with earplugs in because you know, first of all, it freaks me out that I'm going to get yeah. one stuck in there. Yeah, um, yeah. But like the headband that goes over, and you can have like white noise or brown noise. I yeah. can hear him through it. Really, you can close the door. That just means he's louder. He and just it's unbelievably hor and. The way that we're looking at it is like basically we have a dementia patient that we live with. <laughs> or and and you know, and so you have to it's not like he's meaning to I mean like that's what we talk about. Like it's not like he's meaning to hurt you. Yeah. But I think he is. He has yeah. physically hurt me, trying to trip me, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, claw my eye my eyelid. That happened last week. Oh my and you know, it's like it's like having like a special needs child in a lot of ways too. Like you have to have, which I grew up with that. Like yeah. we had foster kids who, you know, I used to teach, um, you know, Down syndrome kids, a lot of emotional problems, uh, same mm-hmm. with cerebral palsy, and you just have to have uh, infinite patience, right? Yeah. Same thing with taking care of like an elderly person that like it just you know they're yeah. not meaning to. That's just where they are in life. Yeah. It is so fucking hard, dude. It is so hard. It's so hard because you can't catch up. And so so take everything I talked about there and then put some no sleep on it. Mm. And I don't mean for one day. I mean day after day after day after week after week after month. Like it just becomes untenable. I was looking at hotel rooms this morning. Yeah. Literally looking at hotel rooms this morning. Wow. But I also know, like, you know this, I you know, people on this podcast don't know this. I did that last year. Yeah. And what happened? There was a domestic dispute in the room right next to me. There was a fire alarm that went off. And there was also someone killed in a car accident right outside the, the hotel. So sirens all night. Oh, man. So for those three nights, that's what happened. I did not get to sleep. I just was out 300 bucks a night. <laughs> Yeah, so it was... So, you, yeah. You it might have been a Velcro year. You, <laughs> <know>? <laughs> you should apply for...
0: I hear there's a caretaker position available for the winter at the Stanley Hotel. That's, no, a, shiny, that's, that's a shining reference. For, uh, you know, then I get
1: shinning. You do you want to sh- get sued. <laughs> um, then I get tourists. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's switch this around. I'll go stay up at the Stanley. Okay. Um, and... And then I'll be the guy with the fucking pad that asks people to tip me. How about that? I think you just should do that
0: anyway. Just like, uh, yeah. Just have you ever an iPad stayed at hanging the around. You? What's that? Have you ever stayed there? Yes, I have.
1: I mean, they're not a sponsor, so we can say what we want. Yeah.
0: Pretty shitty hotel, yeah. I thought it was fine. It's creepy rooms, as fuck. It's overpriced rooms. for sure, yeah. but it is also your your it's a an experience of staying at the place that inspired The Shining, you know? Or I'm sorry, The Shining. Jesus Christ.
1: I and know, you I should know. go if you yeah. can go to Sinestis Park and well yeah. you should go. By the way, the grounds fantastic. Yeah. I've been to a few weddings up there. Played yeah. a wedding up there. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, the rooms are Fine. Um, what, what would you say? Uh,
0: classic. Yes. Classically that is appointed exactly. That's a, yes. That's exactly right. Um, I'm a big fan of like all that spooky shit though. So like I was like, you know, quite happy to be up there and be like, something do something. No, I'm <laughs> a big fan of spooky shit. It's just give me two pillows that work. No. That's the thing about like those older like hotels and that kind of stuff, is like, yeah, the ho- the, the pillows are like they're small and they're fluffy, but they don't stay fluffy. They do not. <laughs> not with my big heed. It is a, it is a, but it, it is proportional, your heed. Yeah, but still, everything else is big
1: too. <laughs> You're right, it's proportional. Oh, that's boy. a nice way of putting it.
0: Yeah. Well, not proportion. everything else, you know what I'm saying. You got a big old butthole, I understand.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have a very small pinky. What? Um, so yeah, uh, it's been it's been a fucking day, dude. Yeah, it's, and this is you know, and I've got I'm uh, working a Christmas pitch, and I this is why I wanted to listen to some Christmas music. Yeah, it's early, y'all, but Mariah is she's um, already defrosted. She's thawed. Yeah, yeah, she's thawed. Um, and I also posted this last week something about like, look, if you see someone putting up Christmas decorations early, yeah. just just. So mind your fucking business yeah, like they're going to have their through joy it. Yeah. yeah yeah fuck do, do you care yeah exactly and you then people put your are like, it's too early for christmas oh, okay all right
0: uh, yeah but you know so
1: we heard you fantastic hey big show for you last week as part of my monster oh yeah five day swing of shit i had to do yeah that was uh that was, uh, that was a that was a fun adventure
0: that was a fun adventure. That you playing was playing in multiple
1: bands. Yeah, he I did. Knows that. it's
0: a multi-band. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, it was a. It was a hell of a w- couple of weeks because I also had a. I had a fill-in corporate gig where I had to learn fifty songs for that, and then we had the twenty songs for the headliner, and then the ten songs for the opener, and in like it was in, like a week and a half, and the, not the songs are not easy, shall we say? So it was uh, you know a lot of. Uh, a lot of work. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah. And, I mean, it was also a lot of, you know, directing of traffic because, we you know, I had I had some veteran musicians and I had some noobs, shall we say, who, yeah. uh, you know, required a little bit more hand-holding and required even more hand-holding on stage. Um, you thought I was battling with the drummer a little bit on that one. I Is did. It, Shout out Trademark, TM, TM Joe Mariotti. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kept no, putting my just, foot up in the air, <laughs> and the reason no, it's was just there's
1: so many weird time signatures, yeah. and like you know I know yeah. that he's trying to keep that together yeah. it was it was just a weird gig in that it wasn't like you know a lot of times when you have like cover songs or you're yeah. playing original songs and they're kind of normal, yeah, you know drummer either sets the tempo or yeah. or goes with the flow a little bit if people yeah. are. If the crowd is hot, or if the guitarist yeah. is a little high, whatever, you know. Yeah. But and, yeah. but this was like everyone trying to make sure that the tempo was correct at the same time.
0: Yeah, and there's a some bit. weird changes. Like there's it was some, some challenging. Changes. Yeah,
1: different kind of music. Yeah, let's put it that
0: way. Uh, although the one of the things that was going on was he and I had just watched the outtakes from Anchorman Two. Where Will Ferrell has Paul Rudd grab hold of his leg and says, "Feel that? Tell me that doesn't feel like a cock." And so every now and then there would be a foot just shoot out behind the drum kit, and Trevor would shout, <laughs> "Feel that!" from uh, behind his drum kit, and I would do it. And so that's what why my he... hat was off. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's funny because like that particular that particular gig, yeah, there was um, there's a lot of lyrics. A lot of lyrics yes, in those songs. Rapid fire, singing. a rapid fire. I mean, almost to the point where the person writing them didn't consider breathing. Um, yeah. you know, and it's different when you're recording. I mean, like we all, you know, have learned throughout the, you know, to comp things together and get the best. You know, sometimes you're getting the best take of a line, the best take of part of a line, or this that and the other thing, and you know, gluing it all together. Where you know, I had a couple instances in the recording sessions for that record where the vocalists. Voice would her you know timbre would change halfway through a phrase sure. and it sounded like a bad edit, you know, yeah, like yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. whoa that was that was interesting why that happened, so then she'd do it again, and it would be the exact same thing, so it's you know it was a lot of um a lot of uh hurting all of the cats and i had a uh, a friend of mine sub in on the guitar or the guitar player who played on the record couldn't make it and he came in and did a fucking killer job he showed up and knew the parts and had the tones and you know wore an appropriate pair of pants i loved playing with brett Walston. i love that dude and yeah. um
1: i what i liked is that everybody got a little solo action yeah and uh it's been a long time since i've heard brett just like do like his thing. Do, like because he can fit into so many bands like i yeah. played in like a rock band with him and yeah i think we we played earlier before that in like sort of a metalish kind of project <laughs> of yeah and, and then he's playing in a country thing yeah and, and this project kind of had a bunch of that too yeah yeah um but then when he got his solo part you know he got to do his sort of
0: his yep. Rush, Marillion kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, sort of yeah. prog rock, like, yeah. you
1: know, the Echoplex fucking huge yeah. orchestration thing. And yeah. I loved it. I yeah. loved
0: it. I loved to hear that. Yeah. He was. Um, uh, he he had a good time, which is good. And I'm, I'm happy that he was And he looked able to, good, too. Yeah. He looked, he's all grins and shit. I'm all glad about that. Yeah. He's, uh, he wore he's, a tie. He did wear a tie. Nobody asked him to. <laughs> Dude, no one, asked you. <laughs> no one asked you. So yeah, that was a that was a fun gig, and the turnout was good. And the, you know, shout out to uh, Andy Burka and the Oriental Theater because yes. he's the he's the cream of the crop. Um, that was my macho man Randy. We closed Savage. that shit down. By we the way. did. We did. I had to cancel my Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, we were arguing outside because you came
1: out and you're like, "Here, hold on." Are you guys leaving? I was like, "Yeah." And then uh, you know, and it was like, no, 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 we got to wait for Stu. And well, like, you the didn't the have to. The lights are off. All the door guys are gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just standing, standing. Yeah, we're st- saying goodbye to the owner. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
0: like-, <laughs> like, no, no, this is over. And, you know, like, you and I have been friends long enough where I can say, hey, are you guys leaving? And you can go, yep. And I'll be like, all right, I love you. I'll see you later. You know, yeah. there's, you didn't even, I didn't even need to know. Like, you could have just gone. I could have looked out and said, hey, and you could have turned your back and walked to the opposite side of the street. <laughs> and it would have been fun. No, but it was your night, Star. It was not we my night. We to give you the proper flowers. No, oh, it was not my night. Here, yeah, was, here's some was fart fantastic. lilies. <laughs> I got to play. Very, like, I
1: didn't get to hug TD. I don't know. What the, I think he was...
0: Did he yeah. go over to Herman's? No, he didn't go over to Herman's. Uh, oh. I stopped by. By the way, I was over to Herman's Hideaway. Herman's Hideaway legend, legendary Denver uh, venue, by the way, known for their late night shows. I mean, you and I have like, played there until 1.45 in the morning, and they're yeah. shutting the fucking doors at one forty six in the morning, right? Yeah. And um, it's, I was over there just to go and try and catch the end of our friends and Dear Marsha. Shout out to them whose record I produced. Um uh, to go see the end of their headlining slot and they were done they had been done wow. for about 20 minutes they'd been they were done by 10:30 and I was wow. like what is happening to this but I mean I also said you know on that show we did like our crowd was older yeah we were done yeah. by 9:45 yeah. yeah yeah somewhere around there And, you know, because I'm older crowd, they want to go home and put on Matlock. Yeah. So, yeah, play your crowd. So I'm wondering if people are starting to become savvy of that shit and it's no longer about, you know, it used to be like, you go on, you start at 1130 and this place better be fucking packed at 1130. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Or else you're not getting paid, right? Kind of thing. And now I think there's a little bit more... um, I don't know savviness when it comes to that it's like okay well let's our crowds have changed and maybe we need to be starting these shows earlier and being done earlier yeah we used to always have
1: to like figure out what the um what the crowd was at midnight yeah and like, the, you what's, know like, what's the bar gonna be at midnight and it's like because that was like the prime if you're headlining yeah, yeah. Like, like that was kind of like take account at midnight, like how many people had stayed or came back or come back yeah. or come in or hadn't left and
0: Do you think it has something to do with the fact like that um I mean we are we are men of a certain age. See. And so, you know, the the generation of people that are out from nine to two in the morning or eleven o'clock to two in the morning are no longer going to music venues.
1: No, probably not. I mean, I know some. I know some younger folks that are just—they're down with this. Like, yeah. Down, they don't. They don't. They want to get home and be no pants
0: person too. Yeah. They want to get home and stream something. And I'm not wearing pants take right an now. Edible and get to sleep and. Yeah, the, I mean you the uh, the drugs of choice have changed from being loaded at cricket on the hill at four o'clock in yes. the morning, potentially asleep on the pool table. Me, and uh, to now I'm gonna you know drop a you know a couple of caps and. Yeah. And it hit the hot tub.
1: Yeah, I think that is true, and I think it's also you know I think this the the younger generations are <laughs> are probably you know better about taking care of themselves about yeah, like you know that's
0: very true. They're not
1: they don't want to be out as late, and they you know they probably have <laughs> got to go hiking in the morning, and so they want to take yeah. care of themselves. Whereas we would be like, well, I could just stay up. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Does anyone
1: have a baggie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: like, I'm uh, A friend of mine used to refer to hangovers as, uh, I'm going to steal some joy from tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to enjoy that. the shit out of tonight, night, and then tomorrow I'm going to feel like garbage. And I mean, but I don't know. I th- like, it's
1: also, I think it's economics, too. I mean, I think that, you know, kay. there used to be a time where even when I was coming up where, you know, you'd scrape together 20 or 30 bucks and you could drink. Yeah. All yeah. night. Like you could yeah. t- and that twenty or thirty bucks, that's two drinks and a tip now, and you're out.
0: Yeah. Oh, we're back like, to tips.
1: Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> now, that's fine. I got no problem with that. Yeah. I tipped the hell out of Andy, by the way. But no, I got no problem yeah. with that. But like it, it it does get a little bit out of hand when it's like when your tab is a hundred bucks. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're you know, you really want to take care of somebody with you know thirty or yeah. fifty bucks or something. It's like Okay, well, that was a hundred and fifty dollar night, and then you add the cars in and
0: yeah, the Uber dinner and yeah. whatever yeah. else. Jesus, yeah. Yeah.
1: I yeah, did. Like, I, I don't know. Is it different in Italy? You tell me. Is it different in Oslo? Uh,
0: is it in different Italy. in
1: Dublin? Spain. Can you still go out for thirty or forty bucks? Spain, Mexico. Yeah. Shout yeah. out! Tell yeah. me. Yeah, please where should I let move? us know where
0: are we moving? Yeah,
1: or tell me.
0: Stay where the fuck where you are. You're
1: wrong, you stupid American. <laughs> it's the same way everywhere and you're bitching. You live in the land of opportunity and listen to all the things you could do. You know, like mm. last week I went to Meow Wolf. Yep. If you don't know what Meow Wolf is, it's an amazing immersive art experience. It is in indeed a huge building. Yep. There are four or five of them. There's a new one that's about to open. Um, We're kind of lucky because I think they only exist here, um, and it's, like, here in Arizona and Texas and Vegas.
0: Isn't there one Um, in New Mexico, too? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Santa Fe. Santa Fe. And, yeah, um, yeah, there's two in—there's one in—I can't remember. It's, like, High Plains or something, but it's in a small town in Texas. Wow. And then there's another one coming, like, I believe, near Houston or something. Oh, cool. Um, but it's an amazing experience. Yeah. It's a whole building, multiple floors of art installations with a storyline. Mm-hmm. Go go, go! Google it. Meow Wolf. Um, and so that was unbelievably cool. Then yes. I went and I saw an amazing high school play. Oh, yeah. How um, was that? Malinche um, at, um, at uh, Beep High School. Yep. And And um, with uh, some uh, friends kid was in it and he was amazingly good oh good
0: same problem with microphones but
1: we're uh, just gonna let that lie right now
0: <laughs> i'm trying to see if i can start a thing to to go and fix all of this by the way I, oh, it's like, dude,
1: I almost texted you a picture remember i told you about yeah, the last the, i i yeah. said i wouldn't talk about this place because the kids did a great job yeah. and and love the mom and i'm not going to talk about this place but that hole is still there yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. hole that I told you about, by yeah. the sound system was still there. Anyway, yeah. um but he was great. The kids were great. It's the story about La Llorona yeah. and I mean devastatingly hard material for yeah. a high school. Yeah. Um, like, you know, about Aztecs and Mayans and, and Mexican culture and death and murder and mm-hmm. conquistadors. And I mean, like it was and now it's a very Hispanic school, which yeah. like, made sense because it was yeah. very pro, like sort of the Hispanic experience. And mm-hmm. um, you walk into the school and they had Day of the Dead shit everywhere. Cool. I mean, like Tons of like. Really cool installations. It was just impressive. The whole thing was impressive. It was great. Fantastic. Um, Yeah, and so as much as I hate, as much as I'm like, oh, this fucking country, at the same time, I got to do a bunch of things I'm not sure whether or not I could do anywhere else this week. Yeah, that's fair. Friends that own venues that are playing and got to see things and jumping over here and over there and some amazing food that... Maybe I couldn't have gotten other places and
0: yeah, it's, you know, yeah,
1: but I don't know. Is that all the shiny stuff that's keeping me here? The entertainment, stay in the USA. You know, it's like, is that what it is? Is that uh, all of the streaming and the entertainment and all that, that keeps you here when I should be reading a book in front of a fireplace as the, as the night is falling and enjoying nature and, and talking closely with a friend out, out at a small place. Like, you know, I don't know. You tell me. Do I go to Oslo and become a drunk?
0: Yes. <laughs> you don't become a drunk. What you do is you become the wise old man that lives in a hut on the edge of the city that they send uh, errant Americans to visit when they're having a crisis of faith.
1: I've seen Oslo. There are no huts. That is a beautiful city. Yeah. It is so cosmopolitan. I understand it's a little
0: Oh, expensive. no, it's a five-star white marble hut, but it's, yeah. I
1: mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you misunderstand See me. in
1: America, that would be an Airbnb, and I'd have to tip them yeah. for leaving my trash. Yeah. <laughs> Or do I go to Mexico and just, you know, have a nice cerveza and some guac and clap at the sunset every night and walk on the beach and write my books
0: and do my music and, like, just, you know. Enjoy. Why not all of it? Why not all of it? Why not have a spot in all those places and just yeah. get to it? I know. You have 37 condos around you right now. Sell 36 of them. That's and right. get the fuck out of here. That's right. Get the yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think, it's been. I think both me off. sounds sounds fucking great. I think there's there's some place in like a beautiful green forest somewhere with a waterfall nearby that uh, requires my presence. And I also believe that I want to live uh, on the beach, not near the beach. Well, that's in Scotland, beach.
1: and uh, some of my friends in Scotland like they show me where they are, and yeah, I'm like ooh. Yeah. Oh, that looks awful nice comfy sweaters. Yeah. Like I, if I if I moved to Scotland with and then you know, I've got some friends there that like I I'm not a brown liquor drinker anymore. And I mean, <coughs> not even Gross. tequila actually. I drink blanco, but Yeah, um, I drink the repos. I'm pretty sure I would have to drink more whiskey and more scotch because uh. Oh, go ahead and go ahead and correct me.
0: No, I think that so, you can do whatever you want to do,
1: whatever I would makes be you that happy.
0: One guy that's drinking vodka, fuck him in Scotland. Does it, if it make if it brings you joy, fuck it. Why do we care what other people think? I don't care what other people think. Then why I mean, are you caring about about what they think about your liquor choice? Because
1: I want to respect the local culture, man.
0: Well, then you can go in, try it, and it's not for you. Go back to your fucking vodka. <laughs> that's You've what You've respected the it's, tradition. I
1: know. It's Look, I'm not for you if I'm drinking the brown <laughs> liquor, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and yeah, okay, now here's, here's something. Hold on. Can,
0: Didn't you do a shot of Jaeger at the fucking theater I the other day? I did shots of
1: Jaeger, and
0: I also <laughs> did a shot of that
1: weird juice that was in the bucket.
0: Oh, uh, the, the uh, Stu Miller's Colorado Sunrise Punch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're going to call it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, one time. because
1: uh, the party that I was with did one of those, and I'm like, "Well, okay, well,
0: yeah, we're yeah. gonna have to both do that now." To be fair,
1: it was on her birthday. On top of my Jaeger,
0: yeah, um, that's true. You know, so it does make sense that you uh, would do that. I think, but yeah, you guys you, all lined up, JMO, and then I, I would like to point out we hadn't been drinking at all that, except for the Bud Light I had on stage, and I do not count that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, I'd I killed some Coronas and yeah. Actually, the the minute I got there, and, you know, okay, look, full disclosure. Full disclosure. Yeah. That was one of those events I could not cancel on because of you. Yeah. Because of clients, because of stuff and things, right? Yeah. But, like, I had to, The we knew we had to go. So it's, like, 5 o'clock, and it's, like, that sort of, is this, like, and by the way, the weather was fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no problem with the weather. Yeah, I was like, is, do we have to? Is no, this you don't. No, no. This was definitely a have to. And no, that's okay. It it's a want not to. Not for me. Not for me. No, never it's for a me. want to, but it was a have to as well. Okay. And, and no, that's good. For an introvert like me, that's good. I have to have a few of those to where, like, <laughs> to yeah. where I have to, you know, I, and it's not even just that I'm an introvert. Again, let's go back to the beginning. The no sleep thing yeah. is half of the reason why sometimes I just literally can't do yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Where it's just like I'm, I'm, I'm in headache land. I'm in whatever. And so, but this was, def, this was definitely, we're going. And yeah. so in the car on the way over there, I'm like, okay, I'm in. And I knew I was all in all night. Yeah. So this also wasn't a drive-by. Yeah. I can do some drive bys, show up, kisses yeah. and hugs, Irish goodbye. Yeah. I'm home at 8. <laughs> you yeah. know, I know, look, I know, know thyself. Yeah. But I knew this night I was going to be in all night. And so I just bucked up to the bar and Andy was like, "Hey," and you know, we just started hugging and he was like, "You know, so, so what do you want?" I was like, "A Corona and a Jaeger." And he was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> and I was like, Did yeah, he, like he swipe he really? some was, dust
1: off the Jaeger bottle. <laughs> yeah, it was like muscle memory. <laughs> it was like the guys in my head went Corona and Jaeger, and like yeah. I actually was like, are you, what? Are you sure?
0: That used to be Corona and Jameson for me was the was yeah. the the old old timey beverages of choice. That's just like
1: the go to, and then I was like, well, I guess this is what we do in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> we're sneaking yeah. weed outside, but anyway, um, yeah. yeah, it was. No, it was a great night. It was a fun night. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Here's yeah. to another thing that's fantastic about living here. The SAG yeah. strike is over. Yay. All the yes. strikes are over for the most part. We'll, yeah. we'll see if the animation people jump in. Mm. But this means, like, I had meetings this week about some productions that I've done over the last two years. Nice. Um, scripts, screenplays, music productions, um, and, you know, so things are starting to move again. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, because now new productions won't start for probably another four to six weeks, which puts us in Christmas. Yeah. Um, but like if something's already running, like I know there was, I think Deadpool is going to start ramping up again by yeah. Thanksgiving. So, wow. Um, whenever this comes out. But. Um so that's a good thing. There will yeah. be more for you music makers out there and people that care about this shit. That means more production, that means more post-production, that yep. means more music, more um, sync and more music stuff, more music, more music uh productions, mm-hmm. like productions around music, that sort of thing. So this is good. Yeah. And so I had a friend that told me, you know, like, oh, you want to move to another country? You know, we don't really have an entertainment industry here. And I'm like, I mean, I can kind of do what I do anywhere. Yeah. But they're true. right. Yeah. There, there is something magical about sort of Hollywood and SAG and, and...
0: Yeah. Being where the stuff is.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what they want to see, too.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. You're right. I guess I'll stay no well, but i think it's i think <laughs> i think it's possible to do it all i don't i don't think we have to put limits on this stuff if you want to go spend 4 weeks on a beach in mexico and just and just and occasionally you know go hey into a microphone and send it off and you know make your thousands of dollars off of that um you know i don't th- i don't see a reason why you can't i don't want to spend 4 weeks on a beach in mexico i want to spend the rest of
1: it In Mexico.
0: (laughs) Okay, you want to spend forty-eight weeks a year on a beach in Mexico and work for four weeks. Perfect.
1: Is that it's not just Mexico or like if I like we've talked about this moving to Mexico would be sweet. Yeah, but I still want to fly to Europe, and like you know if I move to Dublin, yeah, well I still want to go to Mexico. Yeah, and then at some point I still want to go to South Korea or still want to go. You know, like there's always. Like, no matter where I live, I still want to travel more, but...
0: Guess what? You are a young, spry, handsome fucker. That's you right. You can do all of that That's right, right now if you want to. Well, There's nothing sleep, stopping you besides sleeping to. cats.
1: All right. Uh, let's get into a little music stuff for our music makers out there, for the people that care a little bit. Um, the yeah. Spotify thousand streams limit oh. thing happening. <sighs> Uh, so, last week it was announced <laughs> that Spotify was going to stop paying um for songs, tracks, I should say tracks, audio tracks um and v- at a certain level, then it was sort of sussed out that that level was gonna be a thousand streams annually. If you don't get a thousand streams, mm. you ain't getting paid yeah. um a little side note on that. Um, That does not include the publishing songwriter side Mm -hmm. Because as I pointed out that day That would be illegal Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so so, uh, You know a lot of people are pretty pissed off At Spotify about it Um, What are your points of view on it?
0: (sighs) That's it Well said Well said Well said My point of view on it is this: Number one, yeah, with regards to the publishing side, that is illegal. They can't do that. Um, But number two, if you have a thousand streams annually, you're not really playing the game of streaming, right? So that means that uh, you're not putting any, you know, anything behind your release campaigns. Like if I was, even if I'm on a major label, there's still going to be a marketing campaign behind my new releases. And if you as an independent are not doing that, that's when you get less than a thousand streams. Now, do I think that it is fair? And I'm using that word specifically. No. But I also know for a fact that BMI doesn't pay you your royalties until such times as it reaches a certain amount of money. True. So how is this different? Other than the fact they're just throwing the $3 that you would make on those 1,000 streams or whatever into a bucket somewhere.
1: Um, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. I think um, I like it. Um, I think this is the—I I like it and I hate it. I don't like that they changed the deal.
0: Yeah, this when you're already in it. Yeah, yeah. This like
1: if you're, trying to, if you're trying to make a go of it on DistroKid or whatever, you're already paying $35, $45 bucks a year or mm-hmm. whatever on CD Baby you're paying per release. You've yeah. already put money into it, and this was not the deal. Yeah. This was not the deal. And, yeah. um, and so I, you know, I don't like how platforms that control so much are able – again, this is that American thing, but this is Spotify. Um, I don't like how shit just changes out of nowhere and, like, this wasn't what we agreed to. Yeah. So I don't care for that. However, yeah. I do like it in that this is a way to sort of discourage the people that aren't playing the game, the people that aren't really in it. Mm-hmm. Um that thousand streams, that's four bucks. If you're not yeah. making four bucks a year yeah. on a song, then you know, you're not <laughs> you're not doing it. And and I think yeah. Spotify is kind of to his credit, Daniel Ek has kind of made it clear we are here for what they call professionally aspiring musicians. Mm-hmm so that doesn't mean just the labels but like on the independent side they want players they want people that are trying and working it and using the systems the way it should be used yeah they're not meant to just be a repository somewhat like youtube you know where yeah. it's like yeah anybody can upload do whatever the fuck you want doesn't matter to me yeah um and so i do like that i do like that it's not because the next step to this is preventing you from putting something on Spotify. Yeah. Right? Like this is actually this is actually the step under that of like this massive amount of music that goes out whatever it is now, God knows yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. Um but a million and a half tracks a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um that go Oof. out and and it just kind of floods the market and it's a lot of sometimes it's sound yeah, you know that's put on there. Sometimes it's you know really shitty bands. Sometimes yeah. it's good. There bands, was a whatever. band
0: that put out Silence a couple of years ago, and they had to they had to change some shit to fucking deal with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And they say that they're cracking down on bots with this. It's that's bullshit. I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. Now here's the downside to this. Here's the dark side to this that people don't probably understand. Is that how how Spotify works is not per play. We just eventually we backtrack that number to. 0.0035 or 0.004 per, per stream, right? Yeah. But that's not the way it actually works. So all of the money that goes into Spotify, whether it's ad re- revenue or premium subscriptions, goes into what's called a royalty pool. And then yep. that royalty pool gets... <laughs> it royalty pool. poo. poo. <laughs> yeah, royalty <laughs> pool. And I yeah. got you guys, royalty pool. Um, that should be paid out into different tiers. And the different tiers are based on, like, the market segmentation of the labels. Yeah. And you are a label if you're releasing music. Yeah. Now, you are a very small label compared to UMG or, you know, Sony or whomever. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how it works, and then it's based on the streams, and it kind of gets backdated to, like, what that royalty payout is. Now, technically... This should take a whole, like, maybe $40 million. I've done a little bit of math on this, but this mm-hmm. should put about $40 million back in the royalty pool. If you take out all of these pennies yeah, and $5 yeah. and you put it back into the pool,
0: mm-hmm.
1: into the royalty pool, the royalty pool should, to, should gain about 20 to $40 million a year. Hmm. Which then should distribute down those tiers to the people who have more than a thousand streams, which then should mean that there are that it's a higher royalty rate. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. There's more money, less people, higher royalty rate. That's the way it should work. However, the Uh way it's gonna work is that a lot of a lot of the top-tier payouts in that royalty pool are actually Spotify playlist songs that are either owned or licensed by Spotify. Mm. Spotify is going to make money on this. Yeah. On their own royalty pool. Like, those songs that they have licensed or are paid for those Spotify playlists, the dark playlists of Spotify, they will actually make more money on those. More than you (sighs) will. Because, really, when it comes down to... If you're under 100,000 streams a year You're basically Like even if it's .0035 Or .004 Which is the mm-hmm. number I use Across the board But, but on Spotify If you do the ad based stuff It is 00035 a lot of times yeah. um, I mean it may move it To three six three seven. Yeah It's not going to be massive No but it would be massive if you had let's say 100 million streams on a playlist mm-hmm. of spotify owned or licensed songs. Yeah. Um and the the trade off here from what i understand from like a Warner or Sony is that obviously for the top tier artists mm-hmm. you know they may see you know like a 200,000 300,000 bump on that. So yeah. the, like the labels won't be pissed about if you just take, let's say it's $20 million that's more in the royalty pot, mm-hmm. you could just split that up basically five ways for the majors and Merlin yeah. and then everybody else. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and the rest then, of you lot get the leftovers and the Yeah, scraps. and so like that's basically how it's going to shake down. So yeah. I, I think it's a good thing. Um, you'll always hear the people that are bitching about it. Um, like I don't think this affects me at all. So it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either there's songs I have on there for legacy reasons mm-hmm. that aren't getting any streams, but I just, yeah. I want them so that I say this band or that project or whatever, yeah. you know, go listen to it. Um, yeah. That they don't have those amount of streams, but I'm not going to continually promote them. Yeah. You know, uh, some song from 20 years ago or 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, or newer songs that are nowhere near this level they're way above it so i don't yeah. think it really matters to me
0: yeah i think that there's i mean in every unless you're uh, an act with a a deep catalog that's continually made like say you're a billy eilish your your back catalog is still getting played fuckload of times but somebody like me or you who puts a promotional plan behind something that's like you know new coming out the numbers are going to be different than that versus something i released seven years ago oh yeah 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 so that's and that shit's and, gonna die on the vine yeah and it's and, and to me i've i've always i've I've said this for a while for me like digital and streaming releasing is not is not always a money play it's it because it's it unless you're up in those top echelons and you're playing in the pop edm hip-hop categories um, yeah, you it's, it's an advertising and marketing expense. It's a place for you to have your music to promote your live shows. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we, we talk about this all the time, but
1: like the, the idea of like, well, what is that number? How many streams would it take? Look, I'll just give it to you. 50,000 streams a month is 200 bucks. Yep. That is what I spent at the bar this weekend. Yep. On me. On just a few drinks and a tip. And so, like, yeah, that 50,000 streams. And that doesn't happen naturally. It happens with a... You know, I did a release last night, and Mm -hmm. it's, you know... I, I tweeted out something, like, I can't believe that there's newbies that are doing this. They would blow their brains out. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. But it just, like, if they... If you came into this thinking, yeah, I'm just, this is a great song. I'm going to get organic growth off of this. And you didn't understand, you have to play a little bit of the game. And you're like, I pitched it to Spotify editorial. I can't believe I didn't get a playlist. You know, and you're like, okay, when did you release it? What was your pitch like? Did you do Google ads or are you you driving to YouTube? And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can run numbers, I can run 10,000 on it quickly. Yeah but i know the tricks and i also yeah. know that it doesn't happen on accident and that you got to know how to do it and mm-hmm. and that it has nothing to do with your artistic value mm-hmm. <laughs> with whether yeah. the song is good whether you're a great artist yeah it's whether or not you've pleased the algorithmic gods <laughs> <You> yeah <know? laughs>
0: did you sacrifice a small digital goat oh. uh, a, an nft goat you know how to fix this Um, Uh, it's just horrible uh yeah it's uh it's yeah but again that's that's not an artist's job to do that that is when you that's when you switch your hat and now you are the marketing director for your uh entertainment company
1: that's right that's right okay enough now here's the other way to beat the spotify (laughs) thing yeah just unclick that button fuck spotify don't put it on there you can fight against it. There is not this level for Deezer or for Apple or mm-hmm. for Title yeah. or for. I mean, you kind of have this with YouTube where you have to get a certain amount of uh, people to monetize and yeah. subscriptions, it's a thousand and views or something like that, all yeah. that. Yeah, there's there's levels to all yeah. this, right? But mm-hmm. but yeah, just unclick Spotify. Fuck them. You don't want to put your money on there. Don't. You know, I mean, that's what it is, is they're trying to get you to pay money in the ecosystem to try to promote your music, to bring more listeners to them. That's yeah. how they're using independent yeah. artists. They figure, mm-hmm. oh, we'll get a million independent bedroom producers who yeah. have dreams of stardom and blowing up on Spotify to spend 200 bucks a month on promoting themselves. And yeah. they'll just bring us more listeners. Who cares? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, well, that was but just... you
1: can opt out of
0: it. It's basically the uh the the rock club model on an international level. Yeah. We want we yeah. want the, we're going to we're going to open the space and in order for you to come use our space you have to bring all of your people here. Yes. How many and we are you will, bringing? <laughs> we're not doing any marketing. We're not going to put up any posters. You're responsible for doing all of that. Yeah. Um you know what? We might put you in our little single strip ad right in the corner of the local rag magazine and your name will be uh, one eighth of an inch high. That's all we're gonna do because we and have a then standing relationship. You also relationship.
1: don't get that data. You also don't get who nope. those people showed up are. And nope, you can't nope. reach out to that, them themselves. That's ours. <laughs> that's ours. Yeah, yeah, that's that's ours. ours. <laughs> and
0: yeah, it's it's this is mine. Yeah. That's
1: mine. If there's any question, it's mine.
0: Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And if you want, if you want to fix it, make something better. Yeah,
1: just, uh, it, I. so someone asked me, and I, I mean, I'll just say it here. Someone asked me, so how do I combat this? I want to be an independent artist with my fan base, own my fan base, do yeah. all this kind of shit. I'm like, okay, so do you sell music on your website? Do you have your own streaming platform on your website? Do you have your own website? Do you have your own thing that you yeah. own? Yeah. And they're like, well, no. I was like, well, okay, you can do it. It's really yeah. hard. Yeah, but you can do it. You can put up a streamer. Or you can do open source programming for a streamer you can, on your you own can site. You can
0: drop your a, a Bandcamp player into your absolutely. Oh, yeah. that's another thing. Bandcamp <laughs> There trainer. was a re- there was a reason. I know. I know. All right, we're going to let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to sync of sync. the
1: week. Sync. I will. Uh, I'll. I'll go first on this because yeah. I know you don't have this one. <laughs> um, we're on do Apple you? TV Plus. And uh, the morning show season three. Oh, I, st- I still have to finish season two. It's just wrapping. Yeah. Um, but there is a season four coming, so that's good. good. Um, I I like it. I like the show. It's uh, it's so not about a morning show. So by yeah, now, like by yeah. the way. Uh, mm-hmm. but there is a great placement. Yeah. In the last episode, there's a few actually, mm-hmm. but uh, you will hear the lovely voice the. Mature voice of David Bowie serenading you, uh, excellent. and they placed Lazarus, Ooh. which is from the last album, last record. And yeah, it's um, uh, Black Star. Is that what it was? Uh, yeah. Anyway, it just Lazarus, great song. You know, a man of some age still fucking killing it with a great song at the end of yeah. his career and life. Yeah. Um. And it is a perfect fucking placement. It's Lazarus from David Bowie on the morning show, and uh, the music soup on this year is Linda Cohen.
0: Oh, very and nice so
1: for the morning
0: show. So mm, that nice. is my sink of the week. That is a that is a hell of a fucking record. Like yeah, that that really record good. is really really great. And I still, <laughs> what's the meme that says everything's I, I everything's gone to shit since David Bowie died? Right. I'm not saying there's a connection, but everything's gone to shit. And I've seen it for Prince too. Uh, um, mine is uh from a movie from a film I watched. I I had some credits on my Amazon account, so I purchased the digital. Version of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Bum,
1: bum, bum, bum,
0: bum, bum, bum. My sink of the week is John Williams' classic score. No I'm <laughs> <laughs> The uh, Dial
1: of Destiny. So this is the latest one. This is
0: the latest one. Yeah, fun adventure. Enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, not not completely memorable, but you know, like still fun fun romp. Um, and, uh, in it, there was a, there was a version of fly me to the moon, you know, the well-known tune Sinatra, everybody, did it. but it was Tom Jones singing fly me to the moon. And I was like, it was like, that's like a soft fucking,
1: spot for this fucking. Welsh. I have, I have a fucking soft
0: spot for the way, the Welsh, but I have a massive soft spot for Tom Jones. Uh, so yeah, there was it, it a hard an, spot. Per, eh? What's that? Uh, I've got several hard spots for Tom Jones still. <laughs> Um, this, I mean, like I'm just reminded of uh, your friend's uh, grandmother. Yeah. Who, who did, who threw her panties at uh, Sir Tom? Ch- Tommy Jones. Tom coming. Jones. <laughs> uh, excellent, excellent. So, uh, "Fly Me to the Moon," Tom Jones and Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and PJ Bloom, the Music Soup. PJ Bloom one. still yeah. fucking killing it. out Still there. killing it. Yep. Exactly. By
1: the way, "Fly Me to the Moon." Great little story here, written by Bart Howard. Mm -hmm. Um, It's originally titled In Other Words. Oh, yeah. In Other Words, you know, the big fucking hook. So, um, 1954, Bart Howard. Wow. A lot of people, you know, you always associate it with, you know, Sinatra or someone else, but... Yeah. Some of us songwriters would like to get a little bit of, I would like to have a word.
0: Yeah. Bart Howard. There you go. Bart. 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 Yep. (laughs) All right, let's wrap
1: this sucker up. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Make sure to check out StuMillerMusic.com for a
0: bunch of cool specials as a music mentor, as a oh, mixer, yeah. as a producer. He can help you with a bunch of things. It's fu- it's fall and winter creation time for those uh, early spring summer releases. Get your PSL and see StuMillerMusic.com.
1: And yep. you can email us to shotsmusicpod at gmail.com. Follow us at two music shots. No, that's not right. Two shots at. music pod. <laughs> at two shots music pod. Two shots music pod. Two shots, <laughs> pod. Two shots music pod. <laughs> Yeah, at
0: Two Shots Music Pod.
1: Yeah, you can follow us anywhere. Um, and make sure to leave a little review on that Apple Podcast. If you don't, let us, us know where we're moving to. Shout out to uh, Amazon Music people out there. Thank you so much for listening on there, and to all of our YouTube people. We really appreciate it. Thanks for sharing those uh, little audio videos and uh, and uh, subscribing and ringing the bell and all of those things. We really appreciate Ding. it. Yes. So until we we talk to you next week.
0: Michael's going to get some sleep. I'm going to try to get some sleep. You're moving in with me for a week. Do you live in Mexico?
1: All right. I love (laughs) y'all. I hope you do
0: well. Good night. Write a great song. Love you. Bye.